0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Kadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of Sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya.
2: I'm ready for Sex with Jaya. Are you? I'm
3: ready for Sex with Jaya.
2: Do you love, have you ever had a piercing?
3: I uh, did have one piercing in my ear in my radical college days.
2: Yeah, well, I only have my ears pierced, and I barely ever wear earrings. Have you ever seen me wear earrings?
3: Yes, like a couple like times. Twice.
2: <laughs> yeah, like twice in the four years we've known each other.
3: Yep.
2: I've never been brave enough to get anything else pierced.
3: You've wanted to? Mm,
2: I don't know. Sometimes I've been tempted. Yeah. Or, or even like tattooed.
3: Yeah, I don't like needles. I've been tempted by the tattoo thing, but I just can't think of images that I would want to have on my body for the next 200 years.
2: You don't want my face tattooed on your back?
3: I want your face tattooed on my face. (laughs) (laughs) As an overlay. Uh, Uh,
2: A listener wrote to me a while back and suggested that I do a show on erotic piercing. So, here we go.
3: I was wondering, why are we talking about piercing?
2: (laughs) So, have you ever thought about piercing your Clitoris? Your labia? What about no. getting... I know you have a D-Love. I'm talking to the people out there.
3: The people. Your people.
2: The listeners. What about getting a Prince Albert D-Love?
3: Uh, I know what that is. I know that's a piercing through the skirt. I'll, I'll show you a picture in a second. Yeah, great.
2: If I if I was going to get anything done down under, I'd go to Elaine Angel. She's the author of The Piercing Bible, and she travels the world giving many people their first piercing pleasure. Can the pain of piercing be turned into an erotic experience? I've heard of people reaching great heights of pleasure and altered states of consciousness during piercing. While I have not experienced this, I can't wait to learn more about it from our expert guest. D-Love and I might get so intrigued we'll want to try it. What do you think, Love?
3: Get the potatoes and hot needles out. Potatoes and hot needles? Yeah, that's the whole thing with uh, piercing your ear. You put a potato behind it and home piercing.
2: i never heard of this before.
3: Yeah. Well, maybe maybe it's
2: I I want to add a disclaimer. Don't try this at home, everybody. Get go to an expert. Yeah. No potatoes and hot needles. What what do you love? You're crazy. I've been looking at Elaine's book and she really is an expert on the subject. I might add and quite the yeah, she's got all kinds of degrees and things going on around it, like maybe not degrees, but certifications <laughs> and all kinds of just great stuff. So check out her bio on the site. But Ouch, man! Just looking at the needle and all the different pierces makes me squirm. Mm. So, D love pull out the ch- pull up the chapter mm. called "Below the Belt" in her book. I've got a book right here, and uh, I was bike. looking at all the different types of genital piercings. So, D love, what do you think of the frenulum ladder? I want you to find the frenulum ladder in there and
3: the below the belt section. Yeah, the holes. <laughs> uh, is the below the belt a heading? Oh,
2: you're so slow! Give me the book. <laughs> I'm so impatient with you, love. You just have to flip to the part where you see the genitals. There, see, I found it. Like two seconds. All right, here we go. You were asking what a Prince Albert is earlier too, so there's all kinds of pictures here. Here you go. There's a frenulum ladder.
3: That's horrifying.
2: I was lear- I was learning all kinds of things. Oof. Ah. See, that's my problem is I look at I look at those so, the piercings and I look at the needles and things and I just get totally freaked out and I can't do it. I, like, it like, goes
3: through my whole body like chills. The frenulum, frenulum ladder is a series of posts stuck horizontally across the face of the front of the penis. Uh, so you have these little beads on either side looking very much like a ladder. Um, and then... You have the lorem piercing, which is just below the shaft of the penis, and the scrotum ladder, even more exciting than the frenulum ladder. For you? It excites you? No. (laughs) 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 Facetious (laughs) is the Uh, the
2: key. uh, We're speaking to two people who, like, you kind of had your ears pierced, and I so just... I'm a scaredy cat about getting anything pierced. So. so
3: if Elaine can get us hooked on the concept of getting a bunch of piercings, she oh. will be the true expert. Oh. Yes. Yes body piercing
2: my my friend so this is my other hesitation is because my friend ellen ellen Heed, who's been on the show a couple of times she says that um it's better to have piercings pierces that aren't on the midline and all the ones i'm really attracted to are on the midline of the body like i'm really into this little bendy piercing because you know I, I like to wear bindies and stuff it's in the center of the forehead and you know i, I kind of like the fourchette piercing if anybody doesn't know what the fourchette is the bottom of the opening of the vagina there and um and so that one's interesting, but they're both midline pierces.
3: Why are, why is the midline Well, thing- she
2: says because it goes through the conception and the governing vessel. And in Taoist, you know, stuff you want to keep all the energy circulating there and it creates scar tissue as well. So then there's, it's like scar tissue and the, and I'm very prone to scarring, like massive keloidal scars.
3: Maybe you should be, get into body scarring. Yeah. Body modification.
2: Where, where I scar myself. Yeah. Yeah
3: keloid scar patterns
2: see i have all these i have this pain thing like for me it all just seems like it's going to hurt so bad And i remember getting my ears pierced and it just being like so painful i was just like seven and anyway so i have a, a phobia about it but but then i have like friends you know like i was talking with my one of my friends she's like totally a soccer mom type and she's like yeah i have my labia pierced and it's awesome And it's like, you know, and then I talked, I have a friend who has a Prince Albert. I have like guy friends who have all these piercings on their penis and they, they all like swear by it. Like it's the best thing they've ever had. Like the taint area. I have a guy who has that pierced and he's, he just swears by it.
3: He's like, it's awesome. Maybe it's once you take the step, it just becomes an endless journey of
2: orgasmic all day long. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just stick with stickers for now stickers i'll just stick stickers where i want piercings that's rad and i'll get henna instead of tattoos because i don't know i just feel like i should i don't know there's something i like kind of about not having anything on my body like it's like being a virgin or something Mm
3: -hmm.
2: what do you think so what do you think of those pictures D love um would you like to see me with a ring through my labia (laughs) <laughs> He's quiet.
3: It's not, my, it's not my genre. I mean, I just haven't... But you're
2: you're totally into girls who are kind of like the Burning Man. Yeah, but I like, haven't
3: been with anybody who's got labia piercings or any of this kind of stuff. I used
2: to have this fantasy about kissing somebody with a tongue piercing. Like mm-hmm. anybody who had a tongue piercing, I would just start drooling. I, I just thought it was d- so hot.
3: dated anybody with a tongue piercing. You know, the belly button piercing and the ear pierce, that's about as... Out there as any of my partners have gotten with that stuff. Yeah. I'm attracted to some of this, a little bit of the tribal stuff. Um, I definitely don't. i I have no idea what the rings in the ear are about. The big drooping ears with the, the rings in them. Huh. Uh, I don't get it.
2: Yeah, I had a I had a really hot boyfriend who had those. I was very attracted to those as well. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of hot. Like right. the, it's. I think they call them buttons. I think, I don't know. We'll have to ask Elaine about that whole thing. Cause he had like different ones and he was increasing the size each right. they get time. Bigger and
3: bigger, bigger and then...
2: bigger and bigger bigger. Yeah. And so he was just kind of like, had like a medium one, like not the really huge ones, but like medium one. And I was kind of like, I, you know how I like to stick my tongue in things. Oh geez. <laughs> so you know how I am about that. Yeah. So I kind of liked that, and I still have yet to date a guy who has a tongue piercing, and I'm still very curious. I still kind of my mouth kind of waters thinking about it. There's something about it that I just find very attractive. Yeah,
3: it's
2: very hot for me. Very allured by it. But I always date like really clean boys
3: too. Like you got enough clean boys around you. You I do. Man, I gotta get a funky, funky tribal boy. Yeah, I gotta get. I'll get a tribal girl. I had a funky tribal tribal boy
2: boy. boy for a while. I dated one for a while. It turned out very bad. Maybe that's why I don't date any funky tribal boys anymore.
3: Uh, Is this the youngin?
2: Yeah. He wasn't tribal. He had tattoos all over him. And he had the gauges and the button things in his ears.
3: Oh,
2: I didn't know that. Yep. He just didn't dress very tribal. He wore, like, basketball clothes. Weird. It was very weird. Yeah. So, yeah. See, I dated a tribal boy. He probably would have got his tongue pierced if I asked him to. Yeah. And I have a lot of friends who have lots of interesting pierces.
3: Yeah. Just well, have
2: not dated them. Or slept get them in them. bed. Ah, <laughs> oh, the joy of being polyamorous. My partner is telling me to get in bed with some tribal funky boys. Yeah. Yeah. If think? it turns
3: you on. What expresses. about a
2: tribal funky girl?
3: Even better. Yeah. For me.
2: If I brought home a tribal fun- funky girl for you.
3: Yeah.
2: With a tongue piercing. That's all it's all and a clitoris weird. piercing, you know, I would like to play with that that would that like see, this is my thing, it's kind of like the dominance thing where I'm just like, I want to play with all this stuff i ha- I had a boyfriend, actually, the tribal boy had a nipple piercing, and I had another boyfriend who had a nipple piercing, yeah, and I love playing with them and biting them and rolling them around with my tongue and bit pulling on them, so so maybe I don't need to get one, I'll just play with other people's,
3: Hmm. Well, what do you know about why people get into it? And and then we can find out from Elaine. What...
2: Yeah, Well, we almost have to go to break. Oh, and we're going to okay. find out from Elaine. So Elaine's the expert.
3: Yeah, but I theorize.
2: Yeah, theorize? Mm-hmm. Well, there's lots of nerve endings. Got so, you know, sensitive nerve endings that you're stimulating in different ways. Like with the nipple rings, it was really fun to like twist and sort of tug and pull. And there was lots of sensation and stimulation there. So imagine if you had a piercing... In just, one of
3: your, <laughs> I, <have laughs> I was like, I don't even of,
2: want to imagine it. Yeah, I have um, visions. of just, if, I uh,
3: rip you know, right through.
2: No, not. Don't think about the piercing part, but think about just like, like, okay, you like, pro, like prostate stimulation, and you like, like anal stimulation. So imagine just like, if as if you were sitting on a little, little ball all day that was kind of down there, just stimulating your nerve endings, just a little right. pressure. Get,
3: get the potato. <laughs>
2: The potato and the hot needle, he's ready for a piercing.
3: Home piercing
2: techniques. Elaine's yeah. gonna change our mind. By the end of the show, we're gonna be like, Okay, let's go let's call up let's have Elaine come because yeah. she's she's down in Mexico, so we'll have to have her we'll have her come up. And uh or maybe we'll go to we'll take a trip to Mexico. I'm
3: gonna be in Mexico. You are in November. Mexico's a huge country though. It may be like
2: Really far away. It's
3: far away from New York we, from LA. We have
2: to go to a break. We're going to come back with our guest, Elaine Angel. She's the author of The Piercing Bible. More Sexo Jai when we return. <laughs>
1: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
4: Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Kadabra, Feel the magic happen.
1: Stimulating talk. Gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya.
2: You ready for that, Prince Albert?
3: I'm giving it to myself right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, with a hot potato. Yep. So I'm very excited about our guests today. She was the founder of Rings of Desire in New Orleans, which was the only licensed body art studio for 12 years. She was the former manager and vice president of the Southern California Operations for Gauntlet in West Hollywood. She's worked as a sign language interpreter, a script supervisor in the medical field, in the fashion industry. But her expertise really is piercing. She's performed over 40,000 piercings, has 40 of her own. Amazing. Amazing. Hello, Elaine. Welcome to the show. Hello, Jaya. Thank you. (laughs) Very excited because this is an area, you know, I don't know much about, and you're really going to enlighten us today. And your website is piercingbible.com, correct? Correct. And today, since we are exploring the pleasure and erotic nature of piercing, can you tell us
0: what's pleasurable about it? T-Love and I are trying to figure it out. I can tell you. And the first thing I want to explain is while the ouch factor is very universal, everybody thinks, oh, piercing needles, oh, it's got to hurt. And I can tell you from having done so many that the feedback I get is that it really, when it's done properly by someone who is skillful, such as myself, that it's very brief, very fleeting. There's a moment of a pinch or sting or pressure, and then it's over. And um, when it's done well, there's a very minimum of damage to the nerve endings, and I, I just finished uh, four days of piercing in Detroit. I pierce all over the country, and I did um, about 57 genital piercings over those days, and not a single person left saying they were in any discomfort whatsoever. So I, I understand that it's something to get past, but it's not about pain. It is about pleasure and the ways that it can be pleasurable are, are many, and I can share those with you. Um, one of the primary motivations uh, is pleasure for yourself, and that can be in the form of added stimulation to nerve endings. So one of the most popular piercings I do is called a vertical clitoral hood piercing, and like women, it's oriented vertically like the vulva is, and while it doesn't pierce the clitoris itself, it pierces nearby, It places jewelry just on top of the clitoris through the clitoral hood. And on most women, that's tissue I can see through. It's akin to a foreskin on a man. It's just like a membrane of tissue. But when it's pierced properly, it allows there to rest jewelry directly against the clitoris. So when there's activity in the area, there's more direct clitoral stimulation. And a lot of women really enjoy that. So that's just one of the ways that a piercing can add sensation. And um, different types of jewelry and sizes of jewelry will create different sensations. And um, a lot of women have a hood that covers their clitoris, so they don't get direct stimulation unless that hood tissue is, you know, specifically pulled back away from the area to expose the clitoris. And this allows for that direct stimulation to be added very easily.
2: And what about for guys? Uh, do you do a lot of popular pierces for genitals, male genitals? Or are you doing mostly women?
0: I do. Actually, it's kind of interesting. Um, a lot of women contact me and they say, I'm probably not your usual client. I'm a grandmother and I don't have any piercings or tattoos. And I always respond, well, you may be surprised to find that that's exactly who I'm piercing. I pierce a lot of mature women who are interested in spicing up their sex lives And um, many of these people do not have prior experience with piercings or tattoos. So um, it's really my demographic is very broad, but it includes a lot of folks that the average person would never guess what's under their clothing. Mm -hmm. I've done done (laughs) piercings on clergy, um, law enforcement, politicians, people from all walks of life get um, body piercings that don't necessarily show to any but their most intimate partners. Mm-hmm. D
2: love now has your website going, and it's he has a video of you piercing on the, on your websites. the piercing bible dot piercing bible is Elaine's website. If you want to go there, we're watching someone's ears being pierced right now. Actually, the right. yeah, Tregus. you're doing a Tregus. I don't know right. if there's a different name for the piercing, but I'm...
0: each one has its own little name. Um, sometimes they're anatomical terms, or sometimes they're names that have been given by people in the industry uh, who've popularized certain areas. But yes, the tragus is that little nub of cartilage that sticks out uh, into the center of your ear from your face. And that's probably more uncomfortable to have pierced than certain genital piercings. So we didn't talk about the guys yet. Men actually have more choices because they have more external anatomy um, to deal with. In fact, some women aren't uh, even suited to any genital piercing in the hood area where they would uh, you know, seek to get some additional stimulation. Some gals are only built for um, outer labia piercings, for example. But uh, and those individual differences are really important. And I'd like to address that some more uh, later on. But for guys, one of the p- very common piercings that we do is called the Prince Albert. And no, it turns out Prince Albert, uh, Queen Victoria's consort didn't actually have one. But it's a fun story that he had one and that he used it to um, tie his penis down to his leg to reduce the the bulge and the tight trousers that were popular at the time. Um, It's a fun little story, but it turns out to be untrue. But lots of men um, nowadays all over the world have them, and that's a piercing that's very analogous to the vertical clitoral hood piercing in that it goes through just a small amount of tissue, and both of those heal in just four weeks or so. And as an aside, I'll let you know, something as popular as the navel piercing takes six to nine months to heal. So a piercing that heals in just a matter of weeks is a very rapid healing time by comparison. And it's in part because the genitals have good vascularity. They have a rich blood supply, good blood flow. And that's one of the things that helps them heal fast and one of the things that contributes to the fact that sometimes they bleed when you pierce them. Uh, but the Prince Albert is a piercing that uh, pierces on the underside of the penis at the juncture of the head and the shaft. And then the jewelry comes out the tip of the urethra. So it looks like a major piercing, but I can tell you from piercing them uh, and for the procedure, I put a small tube into the urethra um, and that I can see right through the skin. So in order to get the jewelry to come through, it pierces a very small amount of tissue. And most men um, think it's going to really hurt. And they're always amazed at how virtually painless it is. Um, just a bit of pressure or a pinch and uh, and it's over. The jewelry's in. And uh, and uh, sometimes they get erect just looking at it. And that's one of the other attractions of piercing is um, whether or not it's placed for physical stimulation for yourself or your partner there's something very empowering about customizing your body that can make you feel sexier and look sexier and, um, feel more accepting of your body when you have the opportunity to make choices for it instead of just whatever nature graced us with. Um, and making those choices and, and taking action on them is very empowering. And a lot of my clients really, um, share those feelings with me at how, about how important it is to have, um, you know, revitalize their feelings about, about feeling sexy and being sexy. And that's super exciting.
2: Mm. you talked about pleasure for yourself what about pleasure for a partner what are the pierces that you think are best or most pleasurable for your partner to get
0: well let me tell you that in my book there's a whole section for each of the piercings and each different type of stimulation because some are better for clitoral stimulation and some are better for penetration so there's more information available about this but in a nutshell Um, There's two particular piercings of the um, male glands, and those are a little more serious piercings because they do pierce through the head of the penis. But it can be accomplished quickly by a a skilled professional, and those allow jewelry to to really be felt by a female partner. And this is something for partners if, um, say, your um, woman has a little bit of ease that there's not really a snug fit between the two of you, that adding a piece of jewelry in this area can be just the thing that makes you fit better together and results in greater enjoyment for both partners. So, um, and then on the other hand, if you and your partner have a tight fit, these might not be good options, but one is called the apodrabia and that's vertically through the penis head, and the bottom portion of that is actually a Prince Albert piercing, and then it comes up, uh, and then there's a ball on the on the top, on the glands, and some men wear um, separate jewelry in the Prince Albert, as well as a bar through the penis head. There's so many fun options. Um, and a woman will really feel that, and that can result in G-spot stimulation. That's pretty wonderful. Um, also, and these are piercings that are mentioned in the Kama Sutra. The piercings mm-hmm. of the glands are mentioned there. This is not new stuff, and there's place place uh, in Borneo where uh, culturally... Speaking and historically, if a man did not have an ampelang, a piercing horizontally through his glands, a woman would not have sex with him because he was not considered sexually desirable, lacking this important piece of uh, sexual equipment that the other men had. So um, lots of interesting history on those things, too. Wow. I love that.
2: That's very exciting. The Kama Sutra. And then, you know, D-Love, you don't have one.
3: You can't <laughs> sleep with me anymore. I,
0: I know I might have to off. <laughs> um, <laughs> Another good one, this one might appeal to a man who isn't really interested in piercing his penis, but he wants to provide his partner with more sensation, he can get a pubic piercing, which is done where the penis meets the body on the top, and that way, when you're facing one another, that can add to um, clitoral stimulation for your partner, so... That would be one that might not be as scary uh, because it's not on the penis itself, but it can result in pleasure. So, uh, And some men will find that they feel uh, a partner's piercings on her inner or outer labia. So there's so many combinations. Also, the foreshed at the back edge of the vagina, male mm-hmm. partner might feel that. Um, that's one I invented. I, I really enjoyed the research in which I uh, made three different attempts to find the optimal placement for the piercing. And um, while they were enjoyable, it turns out, that the optimal anatomy is on a woman that has a good flap or fold of tissue there, which unfortunately I did not, but I, I don't regret trying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> actually, you know, I think a lot of women who've had episiotomies or um, tears, right. that might actually be a good piercing for them. I'm just thinking, because the way that I tore, I actually have a flap of skin there now that I didn't have before. And um so that might be an interesting. You could
3: adorn it. Maybe you could. I could I could adorn
2: my flap of skin that I, you know, I I like your point about the body image thing and feeling a sense of empowerment around it because there is there is something you know my genitals have changed since giving birth and it's like well I could I could adorn all these little places that are new, <laughs> right? D love. Right. <laughs> exactly. So we have to go to a break. It goes really quickly. Um, you can check out Elaine's website at piercingbible.com and um, when we return we're going to talk more about the most popular pierces and why they're popular and um, you know practitioner and how to find somebody if you're really interested in you know getting a pierce how do you getting a piercing and and getting a piercing especially a genital one how do you find a great skilled practitioner because I wouldn't want to go just go to anybody that's why I would trust Elaine because she wrote the piercing Bible all right more sex with Jaya when we return
1: News. Opinion. Hey, hear me. Your voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com.
4: Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Allocadabra. Feel the magic happen.
1: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call one 866 472 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at miss that's j-a-i-y-a at miss jaya.com now back to sex with jaya
2: We're talking erotic piercing with Elaine Angel. You can check out her website at piercingbible.com. So Elaine, can you tell us what are the most popular pierces that you do? Are they actually genital pierces, and why do you think they're so popular?
0: Um, They are. The most common piercings I do are genital piercings. I do them primarily on women, um, but I also have plenty of male clients as well and they're popular because they do increase sexual pleasure for a lot of people and it's as simple as that uh, i have i feel my life's work has been validated by the several women that i did a piercing on called the triangle piercing and these women had never had an orgasm in their entire lives till after i pierced them and they have the same partners, and we're doing the same activities. So the factor that was different was that piercing.
2: Wow. And well, triangle, so what is that piercing? Oh, go ahead. You're going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the tri- I know what you're thinking. Where the heck is that? The triangle is a piercing. It's a horizontal piercing, and not all women are suited to it. Um, and it goes behind the nerve bundle of the clitoris at the base of the hood. So you can see an image of it in my book and also on my website, piercingbible.com. I have a very comprehensive page on female genital piercings, and that will show you pictures of it, and there's an explanation about it. But the difference is, for example, the vertical clitoral hood, or VCH piercing, is the other most common one, and that one's stimulating from the front of the clitoris, where women are familiar with being able to receive stimulation, the triangle is stimulating from the back of the clitoris. And I'll bet if I tell you this, you'll understand the feeling of grinding against someone's hip bone or part of their body. And what feels good is that it's the pressure of your clitoris against your own pubic bone. Mm -hmm. So it's that type of sensation, but without needing to press so hard because there's jewelry right behind the clitoris. This is a very advanced piercing. It's placed by feel um, there are piercers who don't know what they're doing that are happy to give it a try. Please, please, please educate yourselves. Become an educated consumer because piercing is underregulated and many people are doing piercings of all kinds, including genitals, without any training, without any skill. And I, I get messages every day from women who've received botched genital piercings. Mm. And those include accidental clitoris piercings. I recently got several messages from women who went in for a hood piercing and they sent me a picture and they wanted to know why does it hurt so much. So um, clitoral piercing itself is very rare. Um, I would say I've done a few handfuls of them in my in my career. By far the more popular piercings are of the clitoral hood and surrounding area. Um, There's so much to know and uh, there's very little education available for piercers. It's a trade that's learned often in an apprenticeship. And it's not uncommon that the mentor has little to share. So um, you want to uh, consider reading uh, more of my work and getting better educated. I will suggest that people look for piercers for any piercing, uh, for piercers that are members of the Association of Professional Piercers. That's our uh, our industry or educational organization. The website is safepiercing.org. And our members agree to use high quality jewelry and they have training in bloodborne pathogens exposure and their studios meet certain criteria and they have sterilizers that work properly. And, um, in the entire country, there's, um, I think probably under 250 members of this organization. And if your piercer is not a member, why not? Um, you know, there's, if you're a professional, you'd want to join your professional organization. And I will, uh, Disclose that I am the president of this organization. I'm serving my fourth term of service on the board of directors I'm very active in education and safety and piercing and uh, so that's why I want people to uh, To know about the organization so they, they can locate members There's also a fact on the website about safe piercing and a checklist of questions to ask a piercer you want to ask to see their autoclave ask about their spore tests if a piercer doesn't know what a spore test is, run away because that is the only way to check the autoclave is functioning properly.
3: And uh do all of the people in this organization have an ample supply of potatoes and hot needles?
0: Good question. There's actually part <laughs> of my book where it says, if your piercer reaches for a vegetable, run.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, no carrots, no potatoes, no vegetables in the piercing studio. Absolutely not. And the needles should be sterilized uh, in the autoclave, but by the time they use them, they're not likely to be hot. <laughs> ah, damn! <laughs> uh, so you've seen a lot of genitals. I have. I probably pay, probably pay closer attention than gynecologists because. Um, I'm looking for very specific things, for example, the depth of the hood or the way the clitoral nerve bundle lifts away from the body or how pliable the uh, tissue is at the back edge of the vagina and so on. So, yes, I see lots of genitals and I um, I'm absolutely an expert. And something I offer is free consultations. There's uh, pictures on the female genital piercing page That I have and if women send me photos as I describe what I need to see in order to tell if they're built for a piercing, I'll let you know whether you appear to be built for um, piercings that are of interest to you. And there's a test you can do at home easily for yourself or your partner can help you. It's called the Q-tip test and it's simply putting a small um, Q-tip underneath the clitoral hood. And if the entire tip of the swab disappears under your hood, then you are built for a VCH piercing. Wow. Do you want to
2: do the Q-tip test after
0: this, d love?
3: That sounds so erotically exciting.
0: <laughs> hey, it might be for me. <laughs> oh, And I just want to tell you, I do think we should count tongue piercings and some others along in the erotic piercing category. I have five tongue piercings, and my husband absolutely loves them. I sometimes think it's part of why he married me. Um, he does also happen to have a vagina. Um, his name is Buck Angel. And we've
2: interviewed Buck on the show before, so if you want to go through the archives and find those shows, oh, we've had two you. shows with Buck. and
0: uh, Yes the man with the vagina. (laughs) So, um, so he likes them and men, uh, men with penises also like them. And, um, also I've had people who have not had sensitive, uh, nipples that, and they didn't enjoy stimulation there who after piercing found that they had become quite eroticized and much more pleasurable. So in those cases, um, the, the nipple jewelry is contacting nerve endings that can't otherwise really be stimulated. And a lot of people find that that really does have an impact on the enjoyment of sensation in that area.
2: And what about breastfeeding? Would you recommend um, women who are still, of, you know,
0: could breastfeed or want to breastfeed? Can they breastfeed if they have a nipple piercing? Um, it is possible. You know, it's a multiplicity of little pore-like ducts that uh, produce the milk flow. And there have been no Cases that I've heard of of a woman who wished to breastfeed and could not as a result of having been pierced. In a normal piercing size without any complications, um, it's extremely unlikely to cause any problems or reduce or restrict the milk flow, though you might get some milk or colostrum flow from the piercing channel itself. So, for better yeah. or worse. <laughs> but, um, <you> know. <laughs> that might be fun. <laughs> if you know you're planning to nurse you might want to wait till that's over but if that's kind of in your distant future and you want to get pierced I would say go for it
2: I think too there's a visual appeal you know to nipple pierces some of them are just really I like the little dainty ones and I like the idea of wearing jewelry even though I don't wear jewelry which is kind of funny but the idea of wearing jewelry on my genitals like little dangly things I always worry about them catching on something though
0: You know, just like wearing a new watch or eyeglasses, there's that uh, period of accommodation during which time you become accustomed to the new thing you're wearing and by wearing it and having it remain continuously on your body, you become so used to it. It's like a part of your body.
2: And have you heard like guys getting their taint pierced? Because I had a friend who got the taint pierced and he just absolutely loved it. And, you know, D-Love, I'm just thinking about you because you love prostate simulation and all that kind of stuff. Like maybe you would like to have a ball down there that you're kind of feeling...
0: That is called a guiche piercing. Guiche rhymes with quiche. And <laughs> <laughs> real men get a gish. And um, <laughs> that is one. In fact, that is the piercing that inspired me. So many men were jumping off the table saying, wow, that feels kind of good already, that I took it upon myself to try to invent a female version. And that's how I did the research on the fourchette. Mm. And uh, I had guiche envy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that's hilarious. Can you tell us, we have about three minutes before break. Can you tell us any stories, uh, a story of, you know, someone who, like you were talking about the woman who never had an orgasm and then she got the triangle and then she had it. Um, other people who've been, you know, have
0: had their sex lives transformed through piercing. Um, there's so many of them. I just, when you said, do I have a story? It just came to mind that I pierced a woman. Uh I was at one of my piercing visits in Southern California, and a woman walked in, and she just so looked like a grandmother, and I just thought, you know... It- she might be my client, but maybe she's in the wrong store. And I asked her, she said, no, I have an appointment with you. And she spoke to me about it. And she told me that she was getting pierced in part. She was in her mid sixties, um, in part as a breaking the apron strings from her mother very late in life. This woman's mother was in her nineties and still had a hold on her. And she wanted to get pierced to spice up her sex life. And as a, you know, as a, a visual and physical reminder of her being separated from her mother. And I thought, Wow, that little late, but better than, you know, better late than never.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, so it's so, a, sort of like a rebellion thing. Like, I'm going to get pierced as a kind of like separating myself from my mother, like a teenage rebellion. That's what I get. Right, very,
0: very late in the game. And I have also pierced a woman who had um, experienced uh, sexual trauma in her earlier life. Um, she was abused by a family member, and she was not in love with her genitals or comfortable with them. And we became friends and I pierced her. And she said it has absolutely changed her life, that she became multiply orgasmic uh, pr- uh, past, after the piercing. That had not happened prior to her wearing her VCH piercing and that she was able to fully and entirely reclaim her body in a way that years of therapy had never uh, helped her with. And that she, you know, she she felt cured and whole and um, and really healed as a result of her piercing it was a wonderful story. Wow. Is there
3: any way for somebody to experiment without getting the piercing? We're, we're
0: going to get to that after
2: the break. Oh, we you are. Love. Good that's question. Like the next question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we have to go to a break. Uh, I I just want to share with everybody that Aloe Cadabra, man, they are out there. They're doing some amazing things. I'm shooting some videos for them this weekend. They're the only personal lubricant that's 95% organic aloe. Check out why they're my favorite lubricant at aloecadabra.com and enter coupon code Jaya. That's J-A-I. YA for 20% off. And we also launched that site, uh, The Truth About Lube. So you can also go there and find out what's in your lube. Cause, you know, my, my, my big thing I've been saying lately, I got this from a woman named Nadine Artemis who teaches skincare. She said, don't put anything on your skin that you wouldn't eat. So <laughs> I like that. So don't put lube in your vagina that you wouldn't eat. Although you got to watch out for sugars too. So. Don't eat it if you're diabetic. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to come back with more, and we're going to answer D. Love's question. That was actually my next question, which is, how do people who want to incorporate this type of pleasure do this without piercing their bodies? Is there a way, or how do they experiment without actually getting the piercing beforehand? I love it. More Sex with Jaya when we return.
1: talk 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 that's all we do is talk if you'd like to talk call us toll free right now at 1-866-472-5787 1-866-472-5787 that's it that's it voiceamerica.com
4: let's say you're female let's say you're over 50 let's say your partner takes a little blue pill Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen.
1: Stimulating talk. Gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. Please call one 472 5788 That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya.
2: Want to learn more about giving erotic massage? Check out my Red Hot Touch video series where you'll learn over 100 strokes for pleasure. Go to RedHotTouch.com. You can download the videos instantly or order copies to arrive at your door. Try coupon code Jaya. that's J-A-I-Y-A, for 20% off at RedHotTouch.com. Yes. So now I want to know from our guest Elaine. She's the author, Elaine Angel, the author of the Piercing Bible. Piercingbible.com is her website. D. Love, you're very intimidating with that piece of metal over there. Um, (laughs) We're talking about piercing. And, you know, I, I want to talk about, well, my big thing. I'm scared that I'm not going to be able to have sex because I have this piercing and you were dispelling my myth over the break, Elaine.
0: That's correct. Um, Piercings are not prohibitive to sex, but there are two non-negotiable rules throughout an initial healing period. So rule number one is listening to your body, and something that feels sore is something you need to modify or stop doing. So perhaps changing positions would be a thing to do if your new piercing feels tender. Um, And the other is no sharing bodily fluids, even if you're fluid-bonded, over the initial healing, like I said, for a VCH, that's about four weeks, or Prince Albert. For something like the Fourchette, that might be as long as eight weeks. You need to use barrier protection like condoms um, for while you're healing. But there's no abstinence requirement. Wow. New thing. I
2: learned a new thing. I've been enlightened. I love it.
3: So how do you play with this? If uh, if you're not sure you want to get a piercing in one of these vulnerable uh, genital areas, but you want to check it out, is there a way to check it out without getting the piercing?
0: Well, there's two kind of totally different things. Um, the piercing itself is something some people like to play with, but without adding jewelry. So that would be something that you would need to know how to do in terms of needle play and having appropriate hygiene and sterile implements to do this with. And I would caution you to be extremely careful um, in in doing play piercings in the genital areas unless you know what to do. So that that can be played with, but it requires a certain knowledge base for safety. On the other hand, um, how you might experience some of that without actually breaking the skin, there are some types of clip-on genital jewelry. Um, the clit clip is something that kind of might help you experience some of the sensation of a triangle, perhaps, and um, And certainly nipple clamps will do things to change and enhance the sensations um, on the nipple. So, you know, nothing's going to be the same as piercing because when it comes to that penetration of the tissue and actually wearing jewelry, it's a pretty singularly unique experience. Um, But the good news about, say, trying it is if you think, I think I I like the sound of this piercing and I want to get one and try it out. And unlike tattooing, if you decide you don't want it later, piercings are very easy to be rid of a tattoo is much harder to be rid of so you can't really try those out in the same way but if you if you want to check out a piercing find a qualified piercer check it out wear it for a while if you decide you don't like it you can simply remove the jewelry it'll close up and they especially in genital areas won't leave any kind of mark that's going to be visible how
2: much does a piercing cost now i'm all curious (laughs)
0: Um, when I had my studio, uh, I charged $35 for a piercing anywhere on the body, including genitals, plus the jewelry. Now that I'm traveling from out of the country and staying in hotels and renting cars and things, um, my piercing fee is a hundred dollars for any piercing that I do. Um, and actually I'm going to be piercing in Oklahoma city at the end of September and in Seattle at the end of October. Those are my next visits. And I also have a mailing list in case people want to know when I'm coming to their area. Um, so I, it is possible to get pierced by me personally, depending on where you are and, and when. Um, and and uh, it, it kind of varies by area of the country. I, I do advise in my book not making the choice solely based on price. There are some very poor piercers who charge an excessive amount to make it seem like they know what they're doing. So you really want to. Um, uh, uh, the thing I would suggest is looking at the images of the piercings on my website and then looking for an online por- online portfolio of the piercer you're planning to visit and see if they look similarly placed. Um, and in fact, if you want me to look at an online portfolio of a piercer you're considering, send me the link. I'll take a look and see if it appears that they properly place their piercings. Mm.
2: Very informative.
0: So people can sign up for your mailing list on your website, piercingbible.com? Yep, right on the front page in the left lower corner. Just enter your email address and you will be notified when I make travel plans. I don't send out a whole lot of stuff, just uh, just a newsletter when I make new plans to, to travel to new areas. And do you train other people to do piercings at all? I did when I had my studio. I trained my employees, and I had piercers that worked for me for 10 and 11 years. Um wow. But it takes me about a year and a half or two um, before I put my name on someone as saying, you know, I've trained this person and taught them what I know. So I freely share my information. And whenever I work in other studios, I welcome um, questions or if the clients are comfortable with having the local piercer in the room, they're welcome to observe me piercing. um, And I share my knowledge very freely. But in order for me to say I've trained someone, that's a pretty intensive process.
3: D Love, any
2: any other questions that you have?
3: You know, my curiosity has peaked, I gotta say.
2: <laughs> Are you transformed? I,
3: I haven't I haven't leapt over the barrier yet, but what's your hesitation? Um, I'm like doing
2: a session on D Love now. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Let me tell you one comment uh, that I heard after a man got his penis piercing. He said that he experienced sensation throughout his entire experience of intercourse that he'd only ever felt during orgasm previously. Wow. How about now?
3: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Those are the the things that are pushing the the buttons. Yeah, Yeah. There's definitely something erotic about it. That's that whole thing, too, about having the little secret, you know, that you're walking around with this little thing that nobody else knows about.
2: Like walking around with a butt plug-in or
3: yeah.
2: me with my um, jade egg when I thought it was like you're supposed to wear it all day. And then I had it falling out in yoga class. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I loved it because it was like I had this thing inside of me and no one knew it.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, exactly. That's exactly how piercing works when it's underneath your clothing. Mm-hmm. It is, It is exciting. It's titillating. It's, it's your little private exciting secret for sure. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's why so many people get their genitals pierced. I think that's part of it and part of what I was saying about, you know, feeling sexy and to spice up your sex life. And, um, you know, not just in the issue of adding sensation at the nerve endings level, but of, of feeling sexy. And it is it is exotic. Um, and I have a chapter on sex in my book, and it starts out, the act of piercing is exotic and primal, perhaps because penetrating the body with a needle is a metaphor for intercourse itself.
2: Mm. Yes. I like it. I'm going to go back and look at that chapter again. Because <laughs> I, I got lost in all the pictures. Uh, right. Going, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> And all the pictures of everything. And, and you know, you have multiple piercings in one picture, but, you know, do most people just get one piercing or do you find they come back for more?
0: Um, lots of people get just one piercing. Lots of people come back for more. And the thing I was explaining about a VCH in the um, clitoral hood in front and a triangle behind the clitoral nerve bundle behind. So, what that produces is actually a really awesome clitoris sandwich where the clitoris is between two pieces of jewelry. And um, a lot of women get that combination because it is so especially stimulating.
2: Mm, I have a technique called clitoris sandwich. (laughs) <laughs> just pinching the clitoral shaft and then rubbing up and down. You'd be, okay. a uh-huh. sandwich.
3: You'd be walking around the house flopping all day.
2: I would. I'm so highly orgasmic. Can you imagine me with like a piercing? I'd be like, oh, oh, ah, I'd be like <laughs> having orgasms all day long. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed this show and has definitely enlightened me and piqued my curiosity. D-Love and I are going to be talking about getting piercings next. We're going to have to make a, a vacation down to the Yucatan and go. we'll go get piercings on our vacation. How's that so, sound, D-Love?
3: That sounds awesome.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, Elaine, for being on the show. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. And if I can help you out with any piercing information, just ask me anytime awesome so you can visit Elaine's website piercingbible.com if you're interested
2: in getting a piercing I highly recommend getting on her mailing list because she travels all over and she might be coming to your city um, it's been a very enlightening show it, all about the pleasure of piercing um, I'm sitting here over here kind of smiling and blushing and thinking about something in my pants and that just that is turning <laughs> me on um, <laughs> you can visit my website sexisyou.com for more great Great information like you heard on the show today. I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Have you?
3: I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya.
0: I have.
1: Yay! You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, Make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.